The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman. Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at bizbaits.com. Follow me. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy the great outdoors on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On today's show, we've got a pretty good mix of people for you. We've got Patricia Smith. She's president of the National Lyme Disease Association, and she's going to be telling us about Lyme disease and how we can enjoy the outdoors and minimize getting ticks on ourselves and getting bit by a tick, and what should you do when you find a tick on yourself. These are important things to continue enjoying in the outdoors, and she wants you to get out into the great outdoors. Then Crystal Kerfman from the Illinois Conservation Foundation is going to come on and explain how you can nominate someone to be inducted into the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame. That's right. It's a little of an application. She's going to talk to us about it and everything. And it's a great idea to uh, a well-deserving friend, somebody in your club, or just maybe somebody in a that you know who enjoys the outdoors and has dedicated their life to making it better for everybody else further down the road. Then rounding out our guest today will be Ed Warren from the Shed Aquarium. This guy's got the cool job. <laughs> he facilitates several really great learning experiences that you do on kayaks on the Chicago River on the North Branch. You learn about environment, you learn about river monitoring, and a lot more all with Ed. I love this idea. I think we should all sign up for it. And then uh, remember, you need to uh, tell your friends to tune in and listen to us on the new ESPN Chicago app you can get for free. That's a really important thing. But then we also want you to remember that the last part of our show is going to be outdoor news and fishing report for that segment. So sit back, enjoy the number one most listened to outdoor radio show and podcast in the country. Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Who do we have on the phone? It's Pat Smith from the... Well, Pat, is, what is the correct title? Is it the National Lyme Disease Organization? What's the exact terminology, Pat? Yes, I'm president of the Lyme Disease Association, Inc., which is a national nonprofit. Okay, last year I wanted to do an interview with someone, and, you know, time got away from me. And this year, in the past weekend, I found... From two different locations, I found two ticks on me. 
And I was like, okay, this is a sign I have to have somebody from the Lyme Disease Association on. This is something that's not going to go away as a pet. Unfortunately, no. As a matter of fact, uh, numbers are uh, increasing steadily, and also different types of diseases and different ticks are uh, entering into the uh, picture now. So, no, it's not going to go away. Now, one of the things, and it doesn't mean you have to lock yourself up in the house and never go out. We want you to go out. We want you to enjoy the outdoors. But it's just there's things you can do to help yourself to not get ticks or reduce the ticks that you can get. But the other thing is I was astounded how many diseases ticks carry. Yes. Right now uh, in the United States alone, there are about 20 different tick-borne diseases uh, that mm-hmm. are transmitted by about, uh, I'll say, seven or eight different ticks. So you can get one tick bite, and depending on where you live, you may get more than one disease from that tick bite. Which I, I know people are listening to this, Pat, going, I'm never going to go outside again. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't. That's the wrong thing to think, right? Yeah, correct. You, you, it's like if you get hit by a car, it doesn't mean that you don't ever cross the street again, but you have to take proper precautions. And it is difficult um, with, you know, something like Lyme disease and the other diseases. But what you can do, basically, if you're going outside, first of all, certainly know where are you going and is it a high-risk habitat. So what does that mean? A lot of people think that it means only if you go in the woods. That is not true. You can get Lyme in your own backyard, um, and many people do. And so you have to put that in the back of your mind. So the first thing to remember is that you need, after you go outside for long periods of time, uh, or even short periods of time, you should check yourself thoroughly for ticks, because the tick that is most responsible for the disease, and at least the eastern half of the country is as small as a poppy seed. Um, That's very small. And so you should probably try, if you're going to be out in a chick habitat, to wear light-colored clothes, long sleeves, long pants, tuck your pants into your socks, and your shirts into your pants. Now, many sportsmen, for example, and gardeners will actually duct tape their pants around their socks. And the purpose of that is to keep the ticks from climbing up your uh, your legs um, and uh, looking for a place to attach. And then if they can't get up there, you have a better chance of seeing them. Um, also, mm. when you come in from the outside, Side, uh, if you're in a heavy, you know, tick risk area, uh, you should probably shower soon after returning indoors, uh, only for the fact of you, you can better see the ticks on you, uh, but that will remove any loose ticks. It will not kill ticks that have already bitten you or, you know, some people mm-hmm. think that, uh, you know, going in the shower will do that. It won't. Uh, you can also, by the
the way, if you have clothes that you wear uh, when you go out to garden or if you, you know, a sportsman and you're going out hunting and so on and so forth, um, you can put your clothes in the dryer for about 30 minutes. And that will kill any ticks that happen to be on the clothes uh, because they get dehydrated. Ticks cannot stand, uh, you know, getting dehydrated. That will kill them. Now, there's also mm. repellents that are out there. Um, and there's two types of repellents. There's a type of repellent for your skin, and those are products containing DEET or percaridin or lemon eucalyptus or something like that. Um, those go on your skin. They can go on your clothes, but they're meant for skin usage. For your clothes, you can use something that uh, is a more uh, serious product, if you will, uh, but that should not be used on your skin. And those are permethrin-based uh, kinds of products. Um, and so you need to read the directions carefully on any product that you choose and, uh, you know, to, to see what the limitations are. There's also clothing mm -hmm. out there which already you can buy that already has been treated. Uh, and you can buy those, and they're guaranteed up to a certain number of washings. And there are also clothes you can buy that have a very um, tight weave to them, and uh, that's called rhino skin. And um, that a lot of sportsmen will use because you can wear it underneath your clothing, and the tight weave uh, is uh, apparently able to prevent ticks from biting and, and other biting insects. So those are mm -hmm. some of the things that you can do uh, to protect yourself when you're out there. But I think important, very important, is what do you do if you get bitten? How do you remove a tick properly? And unfortunately, even some medical professionals are not giving proper advice on this. Um, first of all, if you find a tick on it on you, don't touch it with your hands. Um, get pointed tweezers, or there are uh, tick remover tools that you can use, but generally pointed tweezers, and you grasp the tick at the head end of the tick, as close to the skin as possible, and pull it straight out. Don't twist it. Do not put the tweezers on the body of the tick only down where the tick is attached by your skin. And the reason for that is if you squeeze the tick, you can inject any of the organisms, and, and there are many, that are in that tick into you. So that greatly uh, you know, helps promote infection, which is not what you want to do. So you pull it mm -hmm. straight out without twisting or turning. Do not put anything on the tick while it, it, it is biting you. Do not put gasoline, Vaseline, nail polish remover, or any other kind of product on it. And I don't care what you read on the internet, that is, that is not correct. Again, if the tick is annoyed, and it will be annoyed if you put some of those products on it, it may back out, but in the interim, it's going to inject all of the things that it has in, in it into you. So it's very, very important. 
So after you pull the tick out, you uh, wash your hands and uh, apply some kind of a disinfecting product to your, uh, you know, to your skin. Um, and, and you probably should uh, call your physician and check to see what the physician suggests. Now you can save your tick, which I highly recommend you save it. Uh, and that way, if something happens, you have the tick and somebody can determine what type of tick it is. Your doctor may want to see the tick. Um, if they know what type of tick it is, they might know what types of disease to suspect that you may get from that tick. You can send a tick away for tick testing. However, the problem with tick testing is, first of all, you would, depending on the area of the country you live in, there's different diseases. So you might want to get it tested for more than one disease. But the second thing is, is the length of time it takes to return uh, the information to you about whether or not the tick is infected. So that's a lag time. So your physician mm -hmm. and even yourself, you may not want to wait for a lag time like that because some mm -hmm. kinds of organisms can be uh, transmitted within a short period of time, sometimes as little as 15 minutes for a Powassan virus, for example. Um, and mm -hmm. the longer a tick is attached, the greater the risk of your infection. Mm -hmm. Cool. Now, if, if somebody wants to get more information on Lyme disease, where's a good place for them to go? Okay. Well, our website, LymeDiseaseAssociation.org, that's all spelled out, no spaces, LymeDiseaseAssociation.org. And we have sections on pretty much uh, every area. We have their doctor treatment guidelines, their uh, prevention section, um, there's tick photos. We have all kinds of information. We also have a nationwide doctor referral uh, system online where patients mm -hmm. can, if they're looking for what we call a Lyme literate physician, which is a doctor who's knowledgeable, they can go on and look to see if there's a doctor in their state or even in their region, depending on where they are. Okay, that sounds good. Well, Pat, I want to thank you for coming on the show and talking to us about what made me call you. I found a couple of ticks on me. <laughs> so thank you so much for educating us on Lyme disease and where we can go get more information. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. And everybody take care. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. 
Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, Fish on! Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repower center in Northeast Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. One thing sportsmen know best is where to get a good meal, and Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place. Whether you're looking for that true classic Chicago hot dog or an Italian beef sandwich large enough to share, Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has these and other great specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan and ribs, daily salad specials, and even the best flame-broiled burgers in the western suburbs. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs has it all for you. When someone drives 25 miles just to eat at Paul's, you know they're doing it right. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31 and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite spot. Tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Hey there, fellas, we got the day off. What you want to do? They want to stay home and cut the grass? No! The girls don't like it when we go fishing all day. But how can they miss us if we won't go away? Gone fishing again. Gone fishing again. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know who's on the phone with me? It's Crystal Kerfman from the Illinois Conservation Foundation. Crystal, good. how you doing? Good morning. 
Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're you are always welcome on my show, my friend. You are always welcome. Crystal, as director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation, which um I remember when it first started, I was banner waving. I love the whole concept of it. Uh trying to, you know, help the environment, get more people involved, get kids involved in the outdoors. Uh, the the Tortenson Center. I have to stop my speech when I say that name, so I say it right. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. Yeah, the the Thorntons Thorntonson Center. The foundation also likes to recognize people, don't you? We sure do. What's going on? Yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of time here, but we're going to be awarding some people what. So the foundation um, started uh, the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame nominations um, back in 2002, and the Hall of Fame recognizes you know individuals in our state who who sh- showed exemplary service and commitment to improving um, conservation efforts in Illinois and outdoor recreation opportunities in Illinois. So um, we each year we recognize between you know one to three people that that have really made an impact. And it's not just, see, that's a, the cool thing about this is you, someone has to nominate this person and give a little spiel on documentation that you can get from, I think the foundation. That's, isn't that where the official uh, form is on? Yes. There's um, if you go to ilconservation.org. There's a section called Outdoor Hall of Fame, and um, you can download the document to make your nomination. Um, and then, of course, anybody is welcome to call us directly, and we can help walk them through uh, how to nominate somebody. Okay. Um, so they, they nominate these person, but these people, there have been educators, there have been outdoor writers, there have been uh, people that worked, you know, maybe for a... a an outdoor agency, but they did a ton of stuff beyond their just jobs. Uh, there is, I mean, it, it's just such a a neat group of individuals that are uh, make up this conservation, you know, Hall of Fame. And you know, I'm I'm, I'm not tooting my horn because I I personally still feel I have a lot more to do to deserve the honor that was bestowed upon me. But back in 2012, I was one of the uh, nominees that was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And it's just that these are really some fun people to talk to and to learn about. And how you, like I said, I would hate to be on the panel that picks these people because I would go, everybody deserves it. Tough. It really is. <laughs> you know, because it's just, you know, the thousands of hours that, you know, people have put into something that have made Illinois better. Uh, you know, everyone, when you, when you, especially up here, talks about the outdoors, you know, so many people live in the northeastern quarter here. Well, like 98% of Illinois is open land, farmland, privately owned, state owned, uh, trails, rivers, streams, uh, all kinds of stuff for us to get out and explore and restore and try to take care of. And these are people who, who have just done it because they love the outdoors. Absolutely. And, and to your point, you know, it's, it's all walks of life, outdoor writers, um, people who work for, Nonprofit organizations, mm-hmm. educators, um, 
you know, people who have taken it upon themselves to to fix, you know, a, a neighborhood park or um, a walkway so people have access to to public land. Um, really, any any aspect of our outdoors that, that affects, you know, studies, restoration, um, classes, including getting getting pe- new people in the outdoors or giving more opportunities for our youth to be outdoors. Right, because, you know, a number of the people that I have been at the events and have seen things come, you know, they're literally putting their, you know, arms around someone saying, come on out and follow me. Let me show you. You know, I like to use uh, the gee whiz factor. When you show somebody that maybe has never seen something, they all, the most common word I hear is, gee whiz, that was pretty cool. Gee whiz, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, I call it the gee whiz factor. I mean, and these are people who have touched so many people. And, but that, none of them, none of these people have ever did this to get honored as a, on the Hall of Fame, they did it because they love the outdoors and they love the outdoors of Illinois, which is, that's what I love the best thing about this, Crystal. It's just how you've done it and how you continue to do it is only going to be better and better and better for so many people. You know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great award. Yeah. But it's also, you know, not just projects and things, there's the heritage of the outdoors that you people look for, Right. Oh, absolutely. The conservation heritage is, is so important and, and moving that forward and, and teaching those that are younger the, the legacy that they can leave mm-hmm. um, with conservation and, and education programs. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that is, that's the, the fun part about it. it. It's it's not difficult. Let's get this out there for people. It's not difficult to nominate someone, is it? It's really easy. Um, you can you can call the ICF directly at at two one seven seven eight five two zero zero three, and we can point you in the right direction. Or you can get the nomination form on our website at ilconservation.org. Mm-hmm. And then you you fill it out, send it in. Um, I know. Yes, we've had you know COVID and everything else in the world that has messed us up for a while. But you know, we're we're looking at possibly spring of next year. If all works out well, correct? To uh, have the recognition dinner. So celebrate, yes, the recognition dinner. Yes, we'll have to. We'll be moving it to the spring of twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Which is fine. That that'll that'll be okay. And uh, but at the dinner, that's a trust me. Even if you didn't put somebody's name in, you need to show up to the dinner because that is one. <laughs> talk about silent auction items. Great gifts. Uh, if, if you think sitting in a duck blind, there's a lot of stories, sit at a table at the Illinois <laughs> Hall of Fame dinner because you will hear more stories <laughs> from about the outdoors from everybody. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. It'll be a great lineup. Yeah, but, I mean, you could also walk away with some, and it's all tax deductible, folks, when, you know, you make those big bids and keep bid, bid, bid because that's the object here. Uh, there's, you know, I've seen trips i've seen uh hunting trips i've seen vacations i've seen really cool gear whether it's fishing camping or just decor at this event uh so it's not just a dinner it's a dinner fundraiser usually we have a great speaker that comes in every year for a little bit uh you get to meet a lot of people throughout the state of illinois and it's a very important thing for everyone to enjoy and i know you'll keep us posted on that through Chauncey's Great Outdoors as we get closer to it next year, won't you? 
Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's a, it's a great opportunity to meet, you know, like, like-minded individuals and those that are, are curious about learning more about conservation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are still filling out, filling out tax forms and people can always make a donation to the uh, Conservation Foundation, correct? Yes, absolutely. And, and on our website, you can see the variety of programs that we support um, and, and project upcoming projects that we have going. Mm-hmm. And, um and of course, you know we're happy to answer any questions on um, where people might want to point their dona- donation toward. Sounds good to me. And once again, what is the uh, website for the foundation? Ilconservation.org. Ilconservation.org, and the phone number is two one seven seven eight five two zero zero three. Get your application so you can submit one of your friends for the become a member of the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame and make a little donation to the Conservation Foundation. Sounds good to me. Thank you, yes. All right, once again, I want to say thank you so much. Everybody, we've been talking with Crystal Kerfman. She's the Executive Director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation, and uh, she always has an open mic here anytime she needs to. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up, and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois. 
Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Hookandhunttv.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on hookandhunttv.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some crappie! Hey, we want some crappie! Let me hear you say, hey, we want some crappie! Hey, we want some crappie! This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Who's on the phone? Ed Warden is on the phone. <laughs> Ed, thanks for coming on the show this morning. No, thanks for having me. Ed, everyone, is, um, I'm not sure his official title, but he has got one of the coolest jobs at the Shedd Aquarium because he does all of that uh, education and the river discovery and the river explorers and kayaks and river monitoring and kayaks up and down the the Chicago River and we're going to be talking about these programs that you know what if you don't want to get involved there's something wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> because this is so cool you won't believe what we have right in our own backyard and you walk by it drive over it and don't even think it's there how's that for an intro Ed? I think you laid it all beautifully for me there. <laughs> hey, let's talk about some of the programs. First of all, I sure. guess the easiest one uh, is what, River Discovery? Yes. What is it? The River Discovery is our most basic program. Um, it's so anybody, if you have absolutely no paddling experience whatsoever, you are uh, welcome at this program. Um, we really want to make it as low bar entry as possible for people to join us. And the theme and idea behind this program was to just take this small section of the river, it's roughly about a half mile to a mile, um, in the area around the North Avenue Turning Basin and the North Branch Canal, which we have now recoined as the Wild Mile, and take our participants through this section of the river and really kind of outline uh, the history of the river, its ecology, and how our relationship as a city with this river, it's, it's directly tied to how we have developed and grown as a city and potentially where we will continue to evolve as a city. Uh, it's a fairly easy uh, paddle and program. There's not very much flow there. Um, so participants will come, come out with us and check out the floating islands out there that we've started to install with our partners in rivers, a couple of really neat bridge designs there in that space, and potentially a whole bunch of wildlife as well. And literally, people, this is, it's an hour and a half, and you're close to the river, close to nature, and you are going to see so much stuff and... You know, Ed, what's my favorite term? Gee whiz. Gee whiz. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, and it's all here for us to enjoy. And I think having somebody like you or, you know, whoever is in helping us on that trip is going to give us the time and the experience of 
what we have, the plants, the, the river, why it's there, what we did before, what are we trying to do? Why did it become so popular to live here? Because of the river. <laughs> it wasn't the... Yeah, the, absolutely. The lake was important, but it was the river that what is what kept people coming here. And it's such a cool thing. And as you said, that's what, an hour and a half, roughly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's an easy thing. Easy thing. When, when do you do those? So we do those on a couple of different select dates. Um, currently, we have them on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and even um, some Thursday evenings as well. Um, that is the program we're doing the most of this summer. So uh, if you're looking for a date and time to do, uh, we've got a lot available, and you should be able to find something that works with your schedule. Oh, exactly. The other thing, and once again, we're playing on the Chicago River with the Shedd Aquarium, uh, is called the River Explorers. Now, that's a little bit longer of a program, about, what, two hours, I think? Yeah, two hours. It's a little less, it's a little less on the tour aspects of the river um, because we're making room for one of the types of data that we're trying to collect that participants will help us collect. Um, and I know it doesn't sound very uh, flashy, but it's really critically important, and that's trash. Um, if you pass by the river, you'll notice, you just have to look around, there is a problem with some debris and trash and litter that ends up in the river. Um, and one of the interesting things about that is that we don't really have any solid data on what that content is, where it's coming from, where it's going. So if we ever want to get to a point where we want to stop it from getting into the river in the first place, mm -hmm. we need to be able to say, where is it coming from? Is it food utensils? Is it, I don't know, sanitary products? You name it. And so by having folks come out with us and collect this data, we're working with partners at Loyola University and a number of other organizations to study this, uh, we can get start getting a much better picture of what's still ailing our river as far as debris and how can we stop it. Hmm. And once again, it's a two-hour program that they do on Wednesdays from like 9.30 to I think 11.30 and every other Friday and Saturday? Yeah, we alternate that program between uh, Fridays and Saturdays. So okay. every week there's, you know, there's an opportunity either for a weekday, weekend or a weekday. Mm -hmm. And we also offer it on some select uh, Wednesdays now as well. Yeah. Is, is uh, the kayak rental included? I was kind of curious. Yeah. So for what you're paying for, it's pretty much all inclusive. We get you set up with your kayak, your uh, life jacket, your personal flotation device, your paddle. Uh, we take you from start to finish through the whole program. So you have your experts with you the entire time for all of your questions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty nice self-contained program for one flat cost. Okay. And then the third program that our friend Ed here does is called River Monitors. And we're not talking about the four-legged monitors that you see in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> no, we're not. What, what is this one? That's a, that's a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit longer. Um, I don't want to say it's an advanced paddle, but it is slightly uh, more advanced than our Explorers and Discovery. And it is just a bit longer, and you're going to be doing a lot more from your boat. Um, so it's a three-hour program, and the core of this one is, uh, again, looking at the history and ecology of the river, but the focus is actually monitoring the wildlife that we're seeing in this wild, mild channel. Um, and, you know, obviously that's important just from a wildlife, you know, biomic perspective and understanding mm -hmm. what's using that channel. But what's even more important is that as we continue to grow this wild, mild project, install more gardens, increase the amount of habitat, make the river healthier, um, we want to be able to say five, ten years down the road, uh, be able to reference the data we're collecting today and really point at, hey, look, this is the impact that we're having. Mm -hmm. So uh, river monitors will come out and help us look at uh, terrestrial invertebrates or you know, bugs, 
top pollinators, so like butterflies, mm-hmm. ants, you name it, that are utilizing the islands and the habitats themselves. But then you're also going to be out helping us look for birds, turtles, and also fish. And that's exactly it. I mean, you've got, besides numerous turtles, a, a plethora of birds that are out there from all different kinds, from whether they're finches and wobblers to, you know, uh, terns and gulls and to, you know, even, believe it or not, you probably have spotted an eagle and, and people don't know it, that it's flying down the Chicago River or an I osprey. Just yesterday I had an osprey fly over the basin. Yeah, see, an osprey in downtown Chicago. I mean, you know, in, in the wild mile of Chicago. Come on, folks. <laughs> It's pretty wild, yeah. no doubt about it. And then, you know, you, don't be surprised. You'll see a deer. You'll see beaver. You'll see muskrat. There is, there, the river is life. And there is so much there to see and, and touch and, and be part of. That's, I mean, I, obviously you're talking to the choir here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you, you pretty much hit it right on the nose. I mean, the Chicago River is a living, breathing ecosystem. And yeah, there's no doubt that we have a very uh, turbulent history with the river, to say the least. I mean, all of the stuff that we're seeing today simply wasn't present even just a couple of decades ago. And even just in the last 10 years, a lot of dramatic changes have happened. But, you know, we, one of the things that's really nice about the islands and the habitat that we're restoring is that in some of these sections of the river, this is, you know, a network of ecology and relationships amongst wildlife that in some cases, hasn't been seen on these portions of the river in over a century. And we're slowly bringing that back now. And it's, the work is showing. It doesn't take much to see some dramatic projects, progress and for wildlife to come back. No, no, it doesn't. It, you know, you give Mother Nature a little bit of time, and you'll be surprised what she can do to help herself. It's just that we have to realize you got to give her a little time and quit screwing with it. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Be, be, be kind to it. Don't mess with it. You know, and it's just, it's such a cool thing to do. And oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, if somebody, how do they find out about all this stuff that you and I have been talking about? It's pretty straightforward. Um, we have our website. It's shedaquarium.org slash kayak. And all of our programs are listed there, dates, times, uh, what's involved in those programs, but then also ways that the research and data that our participants will be collecting um, and what that goes towards. And the other cool thing that you didn't mention is if you wanted to, you can get a private kayak experience for families or groups of up to eight people for a flat rate. Like I think it's 250 bucks. Um, yep, for, and it's just all of it's your whole family. It's your family and friends or cousins or whatever. But it sounds that that sounds like another great way to enjoy some of the great outdoors right in our own backyard. Not to brag, but we have a really fantastic team of facilitators uh, and naturalists who lead these programs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the amount of knowledge that we've packed within our team that is available to participants that join us on the river is just fantastic. So any questions that you have about any aspect of the river, whether that's history, ecology, what's that cool critter you're seeing, um, there's a good chance that whoever's on the river with that day is able to not only answer your question, but tell you a fun fact about it or elaborate and really kind of share why it's important what you're seeing here is. Yeah, exactly. Well, Ed, thank you so much. And I, you know what? Not for coming on the show. Thank you for teaching people what's right in their own backyard of Chicago and don't even know it. Well, thank you, Chauncey. And I'm really glad to hear that, you know, there's a lot of folks out here. I think I really just genuinely curious um, and want to learn more and know more. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to share this with people and helping expose people to the beauty of nature all around us. Cool. 
Till next time, my friend, okay? Thanks so much. Have a good one. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Watch, learn, and apply information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, 
HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman, Ren Lake Area Tourism at VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com. BizBaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at BizBaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. What a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine day to take a stroll. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me, Captain Tony for the Lake Michigan Report on Diamond Ghost. How you doing, buddy? Good, Chauncey. And you? I'm trying to have fun. We went out this week, caught a lot of fish, worked out very well. What's going on on your side of the, you know, how? what's going on on the lake right now? Uh, right now we're seeing a lot, a lot of coho action, uh, a few rainbows, uh, an occasional king. Uh, but there's fish anywhere from 60 feet, 150 feet, 170 feet. They're north of us, they're south of us, they're in Chicago. They're in Indiana. They're all over the place. I tell you what. But I tell you what, up by us at North Point Marina, Winter Harbor, Illinois, the fishing is on fire. We were catching cohos with shoulders this morning. Uh, we actually took our limit for three people. It was fantastic fishing out there. That sounds good. It really sounds like the fish are all over the place, so that must mean there's bait fish in the same area, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, they're stuffed with alewives, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, if somebody uh, wants to get a hold of you to get on, <laughs> to get on board Diamond Ghost Charters and get a, a limit of salmon, what's the best way to do it? Uh, I would call the office at area code 847-838-2037. Uh, you can visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. I got pricing on there. I got pictures on there. I got testimonials on there. It's all on there. Sounds good to me. And what does everybody yell on Diamond Ghost Charters? Fish on. <laughs> okay, Tony. Uh, be safe out there, everybody. You too. Thank you, Tony. I always love talking to Captain Tony. You know, he lives on that lake. And you know what time it is? Hot off the printer. <laughs> uh, that's right. It's the Aiden Fishing Report. We heard him back from him last week. Now we're going to hear from him this week again. Obviously, he must be doing okay. What does he have to say today? Hello, Papa. I got I got your mini mites. I received your mini mites. We're gonna have to talk to him. His grandmother will straighten him out on his English. I got your mini mites, and Linda Sue's parents took me out on Muskegon Lake, and we caught everything. Linda Sue and I had mini mites, and we outfished her parents three to four times. They said I was a pretty good fisherman. They also took a couple of lake trout out on the bottom of Lake Michigan using those yellow spinning glows that kind of spin in the water. They're pretty cool. I like them. Dad and I went to the 6th Street Dam and Johnson Park in Grand Rapids and saw guys getting smallmouth bass and catfish. Roger's dad 
and him, Roger, we're going to have to talk about this boy's English. Roger's dad and him went on the Muskegon River up by Hardy Dam Pond and caught walleye, smallmouth bass, and panfish. We're going to go spend the weekend on the boat on White Lake. I'll send you pictures of all the perch I catch so you'll get jealous of me off the dock. Get up here soon and let's go fishing and bring and bring more mini mites. Oh, oh Jimmy told me that they were getting salmon and steelhead by Holland in Lake Michigan. So the fish must be there also. Love your fishing grandson, Aiden. Can't go wrong with that. And that fishing report was brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Okay, let's hear some a couple other things on the news for the outdoor news proficionados. We've got some things that there's a black bear running around. Actually, he's walking around. Uh, Western Illinois. Kind of came into the area June 10th. Uh, he went over to the Iowa side, came back on our side, and he's been seen in Henderson County around Father's Day, and there, there are like 300 people all watching him. That's called harassing the bear. Just leave the bear alone. He's just taking a walkabout. Um, they said he's going towards Stronghurst in southern Henderson County. Hopefully nobody will bother him there. Just leave him alone. It's a bear. He likes to go wandering around out there. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources uh, wants us to keep an eye out for another evasive species. Oh, not another one. This one is a a bug that is called the um, spotted lanternfly. Had to get that through my teeth. A spotted lanternfly. Uh, it's an invasive insect, and it could hurt more than 70 varieties of crops, plants, grapes, apples, hops, and hardwood trees. If you happen to find one or see one, uh, you can go to the Michigan.gov for more information on that. It's very important that we keep them out of here. And to our friends in Wisconsin, brick chimneys may be the key component to conserving those aerobatic, fast-flying chimney swifts. So Wisconsin residents and commercial property owners that have chimneys with tall, with made out of bricks, they want you to keep an eye out for a swift. If you see them going in, go on the online survey at dnr.wi.gov and given the information, that'll be a real cool thing. Okay, we'll hear the report from Captain Tony on Lake Michigan. We've also got some of the action going on uh, in Indiana waters, too. Very good uh, salmon. Uh, a spotty perch, but they're getting them off those humps a couple miles out. Steelhead action, the Porter River and the Walk and the Michigan City Pier is kind of on a day-to-day basis. Orange spoons seem to be taking a lot of the steelhead action this week, which uh, nobody's complaining about. Cook County Forest Preserves, please, six feet apart. Stay six feet apart. They're going to be closing a lot of different um, parking lots this weekend because they're expecting a huge crowd in the Forest Preserves. Please go to the Forest Preserve District of Cook County website and see all the different sites that are going to be closed just this weekend. Hopefully they won't be doing this much longer, but they're catching a lot of fish. Fox Channel Lakes. Bluegills are almost done with their spawning, so they're coming off the beds. Walleye are in the current areas hitting nightcrawlers and leeches. Largemouth bass are on the deep side of the trees, of the weeds rather, uh, and they're working those areas. Muskie taking on trolling right now, and catfish are hitting almost any kind of stink bait you can find. LaSalle Lake, shore fishermen are getting catfish and bluegills, and boaters are picking up largemouth bass, casting to the shore, and retrieving back, going with a bizbait crawfish colored. Uh, Braidwood Lake, catfish are still good for shore, 
and for boaters, they're also using some brown cat, crawfish brown and red color baits. Uh, Bizbait's been another hot bait there. We've got a couple reports from some of the anglers out there. And at Heideke Lake, the south shoreline is creating a buzz for the anglers. Some are still producing uh, crappie and small jigs or white mini mites, smallmouth bass, surface bait early in the morning. Then you know what? You better change to a drop shot, and then you'll catch more fish throughout the day. It's very important to do that. Ren Lake, bass are really good on, ba- on rattle baits and spinners. Catfish are excelente. Catfish are hot on almost anything you can throw in the water. Crappie are still excellent with the numerous limits being taken. You're working 10 to 12 feet now, a little bit deeper for some of those people there. The Kankakee, Illinois, and Fox River, fishing sometimes is tough, but catfish should be taken. A number of drum are coming off all three rivers uh, later in the afternoon on night crawlers fished on the bottom for catfish. That's a big key there. And you know what? Southern Wisconsin, Lake Delavan, our good buddy Dave Dewey guide said the largemouth bass are in five to six feet of water near piers or deep weed lines. Bluegills and perch are both in a little deeper right now, and you need to slow right your baits right now to get them. They're just being real finicky. Northern pike, you know what? It, guys fishing for pike caught smallmouth. Smallmouth got lockjaw, but if you go fishing for pike, you can catch smallmouth. I go pike fishing. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Also, uh, it's because they're on a tough pattern to find out. But oh, I'm kind of hearing a flute in the background here, so that must mean we're ending, getting close to the end of the show. And I don't want to mess that one up for my engineer. Yep, here we are. Well, I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from the Ogala Sioux Nation. To speak wisely, one must listen humbly. To speak wisely. One must listen humbly. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. So we'll see you right here next week on Chauncey's Great Outdoors for the 4th of July. That sounds like a good weekend for me. (laughs) Okay, and don't forget, tell all of your friends to go to ESPN Chicago app that you can pick up on your favorite app store. And you can listen to our podcast, sign up for free, or listen to the stream like you're listening to a radio. It's as easy as one, two, three. And like us at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. We'll see you all next week right here. Take care, everyone.